Episode 266 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. I'm Managing Editor Kirk Semenoff, sitting in for Bill. One of the largest nonprofits in Wichita made a new hire for its president and CEO this week, and it's a familiar name. Ed O'Malley is moving after 15 years at the Kansas Leadership Center, right next door to the Kansas Health Foundation, where he'll be in the same role, this time advocating for better, better health outcomes for all Kansans. Ed joins me in episode 266 to talk about his new job, as well as his years at the KLC. But first, let me tell you about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. Our cover story this week is about downsizing. As retirees and those nearing retirement consider downsizing their homes and belongings, there are resources in Wichita to help folks through what can be an arduous task. That story begins on page 12. We have two lists in this week's paper, Chambers of Commerce and Business Advocacy Groups. See who's on those lists beginning on page eight. Part of our mission is to help small and medium-sized businesses grow. One way we try to accomplish that is through our weekly leads section. We list bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, and court judgments. Our lead section this week begins on page 26. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Well, next month, Ed Ed O'Malley will pick up the things he's collected with being a part of the Kansas Leadership Center since 2007 and make that long, less than half a block walk west on Douglas to his new office in the Kansas Health Foundation. Uh, Ed made news this week when he was announced, when it was announced, the Kansas Health Foundation had chosen him as its new president and CEO, the same role he had at KLC. And Ed was good enough to join us on the podcast this week to talk about it. Ed, thanks for being here. Congratulations. Thank you, Kirk. It's great to be with you, and um, I, I appreciate the opportunity. It's a great chance to talk about the new the new role and reflect on uh, my current role. Well, let's start with the old role and the new role and how they're intertwined. For those who aren't familiar, can you talk about how the Kansas Leadership Center and the Kansas Health Foundation are, are intertwined? Yes, yeah. You know, the, the Kansas Health Foundation years ago, actually back in the mid-1990s, began to believe that there was a connection between the quality and quantity of leadership in a community or in an organization and the health of that community or organization. In essence, they began to believe that the quality and quantity of leadership is a a determinant of health. So they they eventually had the idea to create the Kansas Leadership Center. Uh, They put up the initial financial resources. They hired me originally way back when uh, to create this separate organization, the Kansas Leadership Center, uh, back in, that was ni- 2007 when I began. So the, the idea for the Kansas Leadership Center came from the Kansas Health Foundation. So yes, very intertwined. Uh, you know, the announcement this week was is interesting for me because it's the, it's the Health Foundation has named a new president and CEO three times now in the past four years. You know, Steve Cohen retired in 19. And then, you know, unfortunately, Reggie Robinson died in 20, and there was a new 
president and CEO named after that. I'm interested in why you are named now. Uh, were you not interested in those in the openings back then? And, and, and if not, you know, why this time? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Kirk, I, I'll, 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 I'll be candid with you and your audience back uh, when Steve Cohen retired, I was interested and um, I've always admired the Kansas Health Foundation. I've always um, thought it was a visionary organization. And I've obviously been so um, close to it since 2007. I've had a, you know, a front row seat for, for their work. Uh, I was interested back in 2007. My friend Reggie Robinson was interested as well. He's one of our founding board members at the Kansas Leadership Center. He and I both knew that we were finalists for that position back then. We were encouraging each other. Um, and I was so proud of the Kansas Health Foundation and of my friend Reggie Robinson when he was selected to be the next president and CEO to follow Steve Cohen's tenure. Um, unfortunately, as, as, as we all know, we, we lost Reggie to pancreatic cancer. And um, in some ways, I wish I wasn't in the situation right now. I wish my friend Reggie was still next door and I know great things would be happening. So there's some bittersweet feelings I'm having, as you might imagine. Um, when, when Reggie passed away, uh, you'll remember the pandemic was in full swing and um, I, I did not express any interest. I love KLC and I felt like I couldn't leave KLC during, you know, it was mid 2020. Remember what the economy was doing. None of us knew if our business models were gonna work. I, I just felt like it would be inappropriate for me to leave KLC then. Um, and then and here I am now, it opened up again and, and it felt like the right time. Mm -hmm. You know, as you mentioned, you are the founding president of KLC. Uh, so it's I'm sure it's in your blood like few organizations could be. Can you talk about what you're most proud of in your 15 years there? Uh, um, I mean, you know, the, the people here, we're, we're not perfect. We, you know, like any organization, we've made a bunch of mistakes. Uh, we, we try to learn from them. And we've done a lot of great things, though. And I think what I'm most proud of is that as a, as a collective, we've created something that is special. You know, people from around the world come here to try to figure out how to create their own version of it back in Lithuania or back in Myanmar or back in Africa or back in where they're from and folks from around the country come. And so that makes me proud. You know, but 15 years ago, we, we didn't set out to just create you know, another leadership development thing. There's, there was a lot of leadership development stuff around Kansas even 15 years ago. We set out to create something special that would be transformative and that would dramatically expand uh, who leadership training is for and work with dramatic numbers of people, thousands a year now. I'm really proud of that. And uh, I also know that KLC is going to go on to further heights. And there's going to be a new president and CEO at some juncture of this organization, the Kansas Leadership Center, and they will take KLC along with this team to places that I, I, I haven't been able to take KLC. And, and that excites me. And I cannot wait to watch that. You mentioned mistakes. Uh, and I, I, I would assume that in 2007, when you're starting from scratch, that you have to realize that mistakes are going to be made as you grow. Uh, were you proud of the way you got through them? Yeah, you know, another thing I'm incredibly proud of is we created a learning culture. So, you know, the idea that we're going to try things, we're going to we're going to learn from what we try. We're never going to assume we have it all figured out. We've been willing to discard things 
you know, frequently, often quickly, even, even things that were maybe popular, but yet as we, as we got into the program or the effort, we realized maybe wasn't as strategic as it could be, maybe wasn't able to be scaled like we would need it to be scaled and we would drop it and learn from it. And so I, I, I'm really proud of that. I'm proud of that learning culture. I'm proud that we walked into this journey knowing that we didn't know exactly how to build the leadership capacity of Kansans on a massive scale, but we figured it out together. And there are more things to figure out next. And there, there are more mountains to climb and, and, and hurdles to jump over to take care of the next level. Was there a point when you figured out that this is going to work? We may not have everything in place yet or everything, and it might not be going quite right, but we can see down the line that we've, we've got this. Yeah, it was December 2012. I remember it vividly, December 2012, early December. And we had this nutty idea a few months before that to hold, we were so obnoxious, we called it a global gathering here in Wichita. I believe the dates were December 2 through two, three, and four in 2012. And uh, we invited some contacts we had from around the country, around the world. Um, and 65 people showed up from 13 different nations and 17 different states. And they came to spend three days learning about the idea of KLC. And that's when it hit me that, that you know, we, we still have a lot to learn, but we're up to something important. And uh, there's something here. There's something here. Um, and I, I could tell other stories too of times where we you know, saw people put into action ideas they learned and the difference it made in their community in Northwest Kansas or in wherever throughout our state. But yeah, a, you know, a lot of little moments, but then some of those big moments too, like in that December, 2012, where all of a sudden it dawned on us. All right, we're, we're doing something. So people are paying attention for some reason. <laughs> I'm going to ask you more about KLC in a little bit, but I want to look forward now at Kansas Health Foundation. This is oversimplifying, I know, but but KLC's mission is civic leadership training, and yep. the Health Foundation is you know better outcomes, health outcomes for everybody in Kansas. Uh, do those missions overlap? And I think you've already kind of talked about that a little bit. And is what you've done at KLC going to hold true at Kansas Health Foundation as far as being a leader? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, great question. Here's the way I would think about it. Uh, to, you know, to me, the Kansas Health Foundation has for years had a vision of, of a puzzle with key pieces. So the Kansas Leadership Center has been a key piece of a puzzle. Uh, other institutions that the Health Foundation has created, for example, community foundations across the state have, have been supported by the Kansas Health Foundation over the last 20 years. The Kansas Health Institute was created by the Kansas Health Foundation. They're based in Topeka and work with policymakers. And there are other puzzle pieces. So these puzzle pieces, the vision has always been that that puzzle, when put together, will give us a great shot at improving the health of all Kansans. So I've been proud to lead a piece of that puzzle. And now I'm incredibly honored to put the whole puzzle together is the way I've been thinking about it. So they certainly overlap. I would say that the Kansas Leadership Center mission rests inside of a bigger mission and vision from the Kansas Health Foundation. And certainly, though, to the second part of your question, the type of leadership that we help people learn here at the Kansas Leadership Center is going to be the type of leadership that I need to embody and 
yeah, I'm going to do the best I can at that. And we believe those of your listeners who have come through our training know that we don't think anybody exercises leadership all the time. So I know there'll be times that I, that I fail to lead uh, the way uh, that we need to lead, but I'll keep trying and I'll keep pushing. And we, we just need a type of leadership that's collaborative and engaging and bringing more people into the fold. Uh, so you're going to be the fourth leader at Kansas Health Foundation in four years. And then I'm sure the foundation has run pretty smoothly with the board of directors and other leaders at that during that time. But, you know, you tell me, could it be said that the, the health foundation is, is in need of stability at the top or how do you look at that? Yeah, um, I, I think I would start off by saying it's a phenomenal board and there's a really great staff there right now that have done really good things. Yes, there's been a lot of transition the last three years since their longtime president and CEO, Steve Cohen, retired. Um, and so stability is something that is obviously going to be important. And you think about the, the other events of the world, you know, with the pandemic and, and a lot of social unrest that connects to health and health outcomes. So there's been a lot of moving parts to the work of the Kansas Health Foundation over the last few years. So stability, yes, that's certainly needed. And I know that staff and I know that board wants visionary transformative work to occur. So stability is important and it's not uh, so much stability that we don't move forward and so much stability that we, we hunker down. Uh, visionary progress is what we're after. And I think that board and that staff is ready for it. And I'm excited to join them for that. You've mentioned pandemic a couple of times, and I was going to ask, uh, what did the pandemic do as far as, uh, you know, the way things are done, both at KLC and the Health Foundation? Because I'm sure, you know, as well as you know, the Health Foundation, you know how things were, were going there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, of course, at, at the Kansas Leadership Center, it transforms so much of our work. And, you know, we, we, we're, we are an organization, the Kansas Leadership Center, that is able to adapt and we adapted quickly and it helped us thrive. And I'm, I'm really proud of how our team has helped our partners around Kansas uh, make progress on tough issues, even during the pandemic. So all kinds of adaptation. Uh, and I'm proud of the way we've thrived through that. The, the Health Foundation, like any other organization, they've had to adapt as well and how they work with their stakeholders and their grantees and how they support um, Kansans. They had to pivot a lot of their grant making to help fill needs, especially, for example, around the hunger space. Uh, when the pandemic was in full swing, it, it, it hurt our most vulnerable population the hardest. And I'm proud of how the Kansas Health Foundation responded to that work throughout 2020 and beyond. So I think a lot of, like any organization, a lot of, a lot of impetus to change because of the pandemic and to, to adapt and find new ways to thrive. Have you had much time to think about what your first priorities will be at, at the Health Foundation? Not really, um, but I'll, I'll take a stab at the question anyway. You know, <laughs> I used to be in politics, so you ask a politician a question, they're going to give you an answer, right? Um, uh, but I mean, a little bit, you know, I mean, first and foremost, uh, a lot of engaging and listening to that staff team that have been through a lot the last few years and um, are doing some good work. So a lot of learning and listening and engaging uh, from them and with them, a lot of learning and listening and engaging with the other stakeholders of the Kansas Health Foundation uh, across Kansas. 
and really trying to discern what is the bold um, vision that we need to go after. You know, Kansas right now ranks in the 30s for healthiest states. And to me, that's totally unacceptable. There was a time not too long ago when Kansas was in the top 10 of healthiest states in our nation. It was in the 1990s. The fact that we have fallen so far, so fast, should concern all of us. And so I think one of the early priorities is to, to do a lot of listening and, and trying to discern with my new colleagues, with the board of the Health Foundation and key stakeholders, what, what are we hearing and how do we turn it into a powerful transformative vision for the future, not just of the Health Foundation, but the future of the health of Kansans. I think we have an opportunity to do some incredible work, but it's going to start with that listening and discernment. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Reggie Robinson had come in with, with good prior knowledge of the Health Foundation, having been involved with KLC and the Health Foundation. Uh, and then after he passed, the, the board of directors selected Teresa Miller from Pennsylvania, who, who was completely an outsider. Uh, you're obviously an insider when it comes to knowing the, the inner workings of the Health Foundation and KLC. Uh, do you look at that as an advantage or, or, or not? Well, I, I think it's like a lot of things, it's probably an advantage and a disadvantage. And uh, the challenge for me will be to, you know, uh, to really lean into how it's an advantage and to, to be on the lookout for how it's a disadvantage. Uh, you know, in terms of it being a disadvantage, it could be that... Um, there, there, are, there are new approaches, new ideas, new perspectives that you know outsiders can bring. So I'll need to be I'll need to be careful to cultivate those perspectives and interpretations to the work. Um, but being an insider sure does help. You know, and not not only an insider to the Kansas Health Foundation, but I, I feel like I've been working towards the same goal my whole career, which is the betterment of Kansas. I'm 25 years into a career about helping Kansas be stronger and more prosperous and healthier in the broadest sense of that word. And whether it was in politics or in uh, the Kansas Leadership Center um, or now at the Kansas Health Foundation, you know, the goal is the same, strong, healthy, prosperous Kansas, just kind of changing the role, changing the seat where I'm sitting to do that work. Uh, so I think there are a lot of advantages of, of knowing a lot about the state. Uh, but, you know, no, nobody has all the answers. Nobody has all the assets they need in order to drive transformative change. So uh, I got a lot of listening to do and a lot of um, a lot of people to engage to, to help chart the way forward for uh, the great work that the Kansas Health Foundation has done and will continue to do. You teed up my next question when you when you mentioned your your career uh I want to read you a quote that you gave to our Wichita Business Journal reporter back in December of 2006. Uh, you know, you were you were coming to the KLC from the Kansas House. You were in Johnson County um, and you gave up your seat. And this is what you told our reporter. It did develop quickly. This was not in the plan, but it wasn't an opportunity I could pass up. It seemed like a way to continue my passion for Kansas. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about that back then. How old would you have been in, in 2006 when you got the job? Uh, I was, I was um, let's see, I was 31 years old. 31 years old, still yeah. relative, you know, very young career-wise. Career uh, 
Talk about making that leap from Johnson County away from the state house and, and political ambitions uh, and, and coming to Wichita. Was that a leap for you or was it yeah. a no brainer? Well, I mean, it was both. It was a no brainer and it was a leap. Uh, once I learned about the vision for the Kansas Leadership Center. So you know, I came down to Wichita for uh, eventually an in-person interview after a few you know, telephone interviews and things like that. But I eventually came down for an in-person interview and I met the then president and CEO of the Kansas Health Foundation, Marnie Vallee, and I heard her describe a vision for the Kansas Health Foundation and for the Kansas Leadership Center, a vision about doing game-changing work in the state. And once I heard that, it was a no-brainer that you know, I wanted that opportunity. And, uh, and it was a big leap, though. You know, I, I was having a lot of success in politics, and I, I felt like that was the road forward. And I had, you know, been reelected uh, again, and uh, it, it was a big leap to leave that, but it made total sense. And, you know, I've always believed that, you know, if you want to make God laugh, tell God your plan, because things never work out exactly how you plan them. Um, so I, I've known for a long time, I wanted to dedicate my work to the betterment of Kansas. Uh, yeah, it's just taken different forms over the years. And that's awesome. And, um, but the goal, the goal feels the same. It's just the strategies change and, and how I, how I deploy myself based on where I'm sitting changes a little bit. You mentioned Marnie Vallit and her quote in that story was, we can't wait to have him. He should create a lot of excitement. Hmm. I think you probably backed that up, didn't you? Well, I mean, that, others would have to judge that, but I sure hope so. You know, the, the idea all along was we're going to do something special. And I'm not saying it's been perfect, but I think it has been special. And we're going to keep doing special things. You know, the Kansas Health Foundation has such an incredible history. We're going to build off it and we're going to do something really special going forward. Last couple of questions. Uh, Question A, will you have input on the KLC's next president and CEO? And if so, or if not, whatever, what, what is your view on what you want your successor, successor to be like? Yeah. Uh, someone able to take something and take it in a totally new direction or somebody who's, who's really intent on building on what you built? Well, to the first part of that question, it's really up to the KLC board of directors in terms of what involvement they'd like from me, we happen to have our next scheduled board meeting here uh, coming up in just a few weeks. As you might imagine, this will be the topic. Uh, this, the CEO transition, will be the topic for the board. And um, I'm, I'm incredibly confident in the Kansas Leadership Center Board of Directors. It's an amazing group of Kansans, and I know they will design a process that will lead to a great outcome. In terms of my involvement with that process, that'll, that'll really be up to them uh, and and uh, we'll see how that unfolds. I, I do think for the most part, though, it's their work. You know, it's their work. They are, they are, the, they are the true guardians of the Kansas Leadership Center. And uh, I'll help however I can, but it's really their work to make that next choice. In terms of, you know, like, what, what do I want in the next CEO for the Kansas Leadership Center? Yeah, I want somebody who will do something really special. And that something special might look different than, you know, what I've done as the founder. I think there's a lot to build on here. I think there's a lot of success. So I certainly would want them to, to build off that success. Um, and I think there are new heights. 
there are higher heights. There are places KLC can have more impact. And so most of all, I want somebody who won't be satisfied with the success KLC has had and who will see their role as taking KLC higher than I ever could and um, then leaving KLC someday uh, better off for the next person to take it even higher. Well, uh, Ed, we really appreciate you being here and we really look forward to seeing what, what you do at the Kansas Health Foundation and frankly, what the KLC does next because it's been such a valuable part of Wichita for so long now. Ed O'Malley has been our guest today and Ed, congratulations again. And uh, we look forward to your start in August at the Kansas Health Foundation. Thanks, Kirk. I appreciate the chance to talk with you and uh, your listeners and look forward to doing it again sometime. That's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 266. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow was where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com forward slash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.